right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. We had a treat today. More so, I think it's a treat just because we get to talk about one of my favorite subjects of all time, which is sell, selling, sales. Sales. Right? Sales. Sellier. Sellier. We're going to talk a little Norwegian as well on this episode. So buckle up, guys. If you want to know if if the Bible is pro-sales mm. uh, or if you even maybe have struggled with this, because when I actually committed to this this lifestyle of, of lordship in my life, I, I early on I, I thought, man, could can I be a Jesus freak and still crush it business, still have a desire to make money? Like, is that possible to be on fire for Jesus, to, to abide by these biblical principles and still sell things? Is that possible? And I, I man, I've been on a, a, a quest, I guess we'll call it, um, but really just a, a desire to learn more and more and more about the Bible, how I can apply it into my life, and then ultimately throughout all of our businesses. Obviously, you guys know that's what we do within the King's Council, but um, we're going to talk about that today. It's going to yeah. be fun because I got my, my bro here who's going to throw in some zingers, I know, that are <laughs> uh, straight from the Bible. We got a lot of scriptures that we'll, we'll reference here as well, um, but I want to encourage you guys, like, <clears throat> if you struggled with this uh, like I did, um, this is going to be fun because I, I want you to take have peace in this process and know now everything that I want to mention here is that first off you got to be having a you got to be repping a good product you got to be repping something of of integrity that is truly helping people and if that is the case um, and that is where your conviction lies then you are in good company here if that's not the case then go listen to Grant Cardone or something <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or repent and then join us here we'll help you find a new product right right <laughs> So let's dive into this, man. Let's do it. So I love, you guys know my background is more um, giving my life to Christ at the age of 16 and then in going on this kind of journey in life of of sales and entrepreneurship. I've, I've uh, you know, became a master practitioner in NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. I just, I committed to this. I geeked out to this process of understanding how people make decisions, why they make decisions, and really how to influence uh, rooms, how to influence situations. And a lot of people can look at that from like, oh, that's manipulative. Um, and, you know, when I was first learning it, maybe that's probably why I was trying to figure that stuff out. Like, because I wanted to, I wanted to win. I wanted to have any edge that I could. Uh, and then, you know, fast forward four years ago, it's like, all right, I, now all of a sudden there's this conviction in my life that wasn't there before. And is, can I still do this uh, and still operate? Uh, in in what I believe has been a God given uh, skill set that that He's given me that I've I've learned and been able to you know figure out over the past decade or so. But how do I do this? And and I think diving into this, what really helped me was to understand what it actually means to sell. And you mentioned this, uh, the Norwegian root word of sales is selje, S E L J E with a little kind of asterisk thing, selje. Uh, and what does that mean, man? You remember? Sellier. Oh, here we are. That's not a Bible question, so I don't know if I know right. the answer. It to means to serve. Serve. Yes. To serve. And when I realized that, I thought, okay, if I can go into that any sort of situation, and, and that's my heart's uh, intent, that's my perspective on this, because as with anything, um, our perspective is going to be the ter- determination of how we receive any information, mm-hmm. right? Every message that that we deliver is filtered through the messenger, but then there's also uh, a filter that we have on the front of our brain, right? That that is like receiving things, okay. And so, uh, if if my my 
filter that I'm re- I'm sending messages out is that here I'm here I'm here to serve. Mm-hmm. Uh, ultimately, that should be how it's received on on their end as well. But if I'm there to manipulate a situation, if I'm there to try to win up somebody, if I'm here to bully somebody into saying yes into a situation, that's not serving anybody except you know probably you uh, and ultimately Mammon in that process, right? So yeah. that helped me really have that un- that initial perspective of okay, if if now I understand to sell something means to serve, but also I think Proverbs has a lot to say about yeah. this this concept and this understanding as well. I know there's a couple of scriptures. You got you got them, man? Yeah. Before we even get into that, I have a snippet from your new book in front of me, okay. and you have a definition of sales. And I want to know if this is like the definition of sales or just your definition of sales. It says that sales is influencing someone to take advantage of an idea, concept, product, or service that is in their best interest. Mm. So is that the overall definition of sales? Is that what... Now, that would have been a definition that I created. Um, I don't know what it is, actually. Jace, can you look that up? I like having a little... I was going to say a little helper guy in the corner (laughs) here, but he's more than that, guys. Um, But yeah, just to say sales definition... The exchange of a commodity for money. So that's definitely different. A little more cutthroat. More cutthroat. Yep. Uh, yep. It's still there's there's still value that there's a value exchange there. Yeah. Um, but I think the biggest thing that helped me really define this is that's in their best interest. Yeah. That helped me be at peace with this situation and and, right. and being okay with hearing no. Right? right. And if you're convicted enough on your product and your service and you really believe that it is in their best interest, yeah, then it is your job to persuade them why to do it, right? right? How to do it. And I, 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 we can go deep on this as far as persuasion, even some examples that Paul gives yeah. in Acts. Yeah. But let's 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 talk about the Proverbs, Proverbs first. Sure. Yeah. So Proverbs eleven twenty six says, The people curse him who holds back grain, but a blessing is on the head of him who sells it. Sorry. Yes. Okay, so selling is in the Bible. The blessing is on the head who sells it. It's not the one who donates it or gives it away. The blessing is on the head of one who sells it. Yeah. I did so when I was again kind of committing my life to this this lordship in my life. You guys, I know I've probably talked about this on some past episodes. It's like I wanted to be successful. So I looked like like Google search is success in the Bible, right? Mm. And that's where we talked about Joshua one eight one nine. We always get that confused uh, of what it, what it, how to be prosperous and successful. I did the same thing with with sales and selling, right. and 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 this verse popped up, and I love it because as you mentioned, it didn't say uh, those that because a lot of people think if you're a good Christian, you have to just give everything away, mm-hmm. right? And you have to be live in this impoverished, you know, mentality or mindset. And I don't really see that. I mean, people can maybe take the the um, rich young ruler out of context, I think, and, and think, well, he told him to give all his stuff away. It's like, yeah, but it's because the possessions are what had him. It right. wasn't the other way around, right? Right. It's like, he's like, I did everything, but what can I do to it, it inherit eternal life? Like, what can I do? He's like, go sell everything, right? right? And, and he had great, tremendous wealth, but yeah. it had him yeah. versus the other way around. Yeah, it was, I, check, it was a heart check. Heart check, exactly. Yeah, you could follow the law. It's funny because... You know, the law is broken down into love God, love others, right? It comes down to a matter of the heart. So even those who fulfill the actual laws, you know, as many as you possibly can, but out of all those uh, however many hundred Levitical laws there were, there's nobody who could fulfill them all. And part of the reason of having that many laws is because 
God wants you to realize that you can't fulfill all these these right. laws. Right. You, you need, there's only one person who can, and when you believe in him and put your trust in him, then guess what? God sees you to be blameless, righteous, good. as fulfilling as if you did abide by every law. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So uh, back to um, the sales standpoint of this, um, it clearly says, uh, blesses the person who sells it, right? So you're actually, yeah, he had value. He had grain, mm-hmm. right, in this context that we're referring to. And it's like, it wasn't that he had to just give it away. It was an exchange of value, right? right? It's like, don't now don't hold it back just because you're trying to store it up. Like, you know, we could talk about oil in today's world. Like, don't be holding the oil back to store it up to increase the price per barrel or, right. you know, don't manipulate things in that perspective. Right. But give like sell it in a in a way receive money for it yep right exchange that value but don't be hoarding it back for yourself or to manipulate situation right so. do you think god is speaking to good stewards here when, when he says to sell it because guess what i don't think god would be telling anybody to sell anything if they weren't good stewards with the money that was yeah attained from it yeah that's good that is really good mm. yeah because maybe even the rich young ruler well yeah that's a good i never even thought about it like that like if you are going to sell it, then there's going to be funds that are going to be available for you to steward that well. Yeah, hmm. I, I think sometimes when we read scripture, like that God has a something in mind already that it's in place. If you're an actual spirit-filled believer, then you should be doing some things yeah. well. Your, your character should be um, should reflect certain things. Yeah, right. You should be a good steward. You should want to give generously if the spirit of God actually lives inside of you. You should actually be pleased with giving and generosity. Right. So it's funny because we talk about the parable of the talents and we talk about stewardship a lot here in King's Council. Uh, but we talk about it because there's a lot of Christians, there's a lot of people who are just poor stewards. Yeah. And um, I think God, he wouldn't have even had this proverb or Solomon would have even had this proverb written and God wouldn't include it in canon if it didn't come with the assumption that that person who's selling is actually going to be a good steward sure. with what he gets from it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And, and even Proverbs, as as you read through all the different Proverbs, it's like I have an understanding that they're not necessarily promises, but they're just like this is if you want a good outcome, this is the best way to do it. Right. right? Principles. Principles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There we go. Yep. Um, that's good, man. Yeah, and there's so many, I mean, if you read again throughout all of Proverbs, there's a lot that we could probably go to, but um, we, we won't for just the sake of this episode, but a lot of it, there's a lot of principles on money, yep. a lot of principles on um, uh, just relationships yep. within there, right? How to, how to handle things in those situations, and so yeah. it's pretty good, pretty good book. Well, it is, and we're talking <laughs> about book two, Kingdom oh, Entrepreneur. Yeah. This is book one right here. If you haven't gotten it yet, um, you can order it from Amazon. Yep. From Riley you, hey, you can get it free. If you're in the King's Council, oh, there you, you go. can get it free, Come actually. On. Plug away, brother. Right, right. Join kingscouncil.com. That's right. That's right. And uh, every one of our members actually gets uh, a copy of this. And you know, we'll make sure that you get a copy of the second one that's coming out. Because this is a three-part series mm-hmm. that, of the Kingdom Entrepreneur. Uh, we wrote this first one, which is really the, the seven-day blueprint on uh, how to create. Right. This yep. the second one here that we have coming out is is why we create. Essentially, it's God's call to create right. on our life. The ultimate creator created us. He created uh, creation. He created 
uh, creatures, and then ultimately he created us as co-creators with him. Yep. And uh, we dive a lot into that in this book, uh, or that book, um, which will be coming out here in the upcoming months, so we'll keep you guys abreast of that. But uh, um, so yeah. part, of, part of the topics that we're talking about today and even on this next week's episode are these principles on sales. Right. And, and why I really truly believe it is a biblical principle, but as as with everything, I'll, I'll give a shout out to even Mark Driscoll. What everything God creates, Satan counterfeits yep. and tweaks it just a little bit, and that's where the difference between influential and per, persuasive is is one thing, and manipulative is another thing. Right. And even on that topic, I, we mentioned. Um, I I always thought about you know, sales, I always thought like we're, we're evangelists, mm-hmm. right? Like that's what we are for whatever product or whatever service it is that, that we're selling. Um, and that being said, it's easy to say like, well, okay, there's a lot of evangelism going on. And, you know, when Jesus comes back and it's like, Hey, follow me, there's the 12 disciples. And, and then Paul who literally went from church to church, to church, to church, writing letters to them and uh, in Acts specifically, I don't know if you have it, man. Um, I think we have it in there. He talks about being being so convicted, essentially, that his desire was to persuade. Yeah. Is that in Acts? That's in Second Corinthians. Second, oh my gosh, I was way off. Not too far. There's something else. Not too far. Not too far. Yeah. <laughs> Not too far, at least, in where they are in the it's Bible. It's in the Bible. All right. Yeah, 2 Corinthians 5.11 says, Since then, we know what it is to fear the Lord. We try to persuade others. Mm. What we are is plain to God, and I hope it is also plain to your conscience. So good. Yeah, so sales is persuasion, mm-hmm. right? But if, like, when, especially when it comes to evangelism, right? like if you're to persuade or sell anybody on anything, it should be Jesus Christ. But just in general, the, the conviction that you should feel Yes, because and that comes back to the why the definition that it created there was in their best interest. Right, right. We know we're so convicted that you you, you go in one or two places. Right, right. This is highway to hell or spend eternity with Jesus, and it's I'm, we're so convicted that that we our desire is to persuade. Yeah, right. And and that's whether any product you're selling, all of us. As as believers, if you're listening to this, I'm just kind of assuming that you believe uh, in Jesus, and in the conviction should be there to tell others about Him. Right, right. Like there's a saving grace that that you have and you can receive, and then obviously within your business, whether you're a window cleaner or a uh, you know you've got a multi product business, whatever it is, the conviction is that I've got the greatest products. Right, right? and if you don't. Rethink what you're doing, <laughs> right? Right. Seriously, because you're called to excellence. If you're yeah. if you're putting subpar crap out there, yep. you're a reflection of your creator, and partly just have a little bit of self pride in that, not in an arrogant way, but just like you want to be the best. You should want to have the greatest product and the greatest service in the world and be fulfilling that, right? And that's I think Paul Paul knew it, right? And he's so convicted, yep. therefore he wants to persuade others um, about it. Yeah, and I love the verse it says, since we know what it is to fear the Lord. Mm. It's not since we're saved, since we've been touched by God, since we know of God's grace. Since we know what it is to fear the Lord, that's why we try to persuade others. And we're talking about this a little bit before. Yeah, There's days when I wake up in the morning and I'm like, 
I'm just all in. Souls are getting saved today. I'm praying for people. Uh, you know, God mm-hmm. is going to move today. He- heaven's coming down today. And then there's days you wake up and you're like, meh. Yeah. And, you know, I'm convicted even saying that, but it's, it's true that not every one of us is ready to run through a brick wall every single day. And if right. you are, call me up, call Riley up, let us know what the what the secret sauce is to that. Yep. Um, maybe it's just more prayer, more fasting. I don't know. But there's days where you're just like, eh. And it's it's a shame because those days, how much do you really fear the Lord? Yeah. Right? So good, dude. That just actually reminds me. Last night, so these are kind of just like also shameless plugs for the, our King's Council community. Last night, we had one of our, we do group coaching calls. Right. Um, and Latimer closed the call down with with this quote. And I wrote it down here. And I'm like, I bet I'm going to use this at some point as we're recording a number of podcasts. And here it is. You just laid it up for me, man. Um he says, the goal is never to do something, right? Because we, we set goals of, like, we want to do things. I want to get there. And, like, th- that's that's what we think our goal is, right? And here's what he said. The goal isn't to do something. The goal is to feel like mm, doing something. Yep. Because if you feel like doing it, you're going to do it. Right. Right? And right. most of us, but this is why people are fat. This is why people are broke. This is why yeah. people are lazy because they don't feel like it. Right. Right. And and because they're not convicted enough. Yeah. Right. And it's not that we don't get. Obviously, we're all going to have that time where we wake up and we're just we're just like out of it. We need a rest day. We need some time. And that's just the, the you know, I think that's is important for us to feel those feelings. Right? right. And understand, wrestle that with God. Right. We're called to wrestle out our salvation with fear and trembling. Mm-hmm. Right. Like not maybe not wrestle, but work it out. Yeah. The form of wrestling. Right. Right. <laughs> Right, so on those days, how do you, when you don't get up and feel like changing the world, what do you do? How, how do you want yeah. to have have that drive? I yeah. mean, how do you want to help others? I mean, it's crazy to even say that because that, oh, dude. that's your heart. All it is, but also, I mean, I don't know if I should even say this, but most of the time, I don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> but and also, that, you should join the King's Health <laughs> community. You'd love yeah. But let's be real, like... You can just go take a stroll through any mall, supermarket, whatever, and I'm just kind of looking around. Yes, my heart does break for them because it's like I know, I know that they are a soul that they're, you know, they're, like I said before, going to spend eternity one place or the other. Um, and I think if if we are, you know, if, if that's our heart's disposition, then hopefully the fruit in our life is going to be ultimately what wins them over, right? That's going to be the persuasion that wins them over, right? Um, because even I think of t- Paul, you know, the letters he's writing in the in Second Corinthians, you even said there he's addressing the church, right? It wasn't like he was necessarily evangelizing to non-believers, mm-hmm. right? And so I think it's a different mindset when we know what we're supposed to do, right? As if you've given your life to Christ, it's like you know what you're supposed to do, you know what you're not supposed to do, and you might not feel like it, mm-hmm. right? But here's the here's the deal: Do you fear God? enough to do it anyway right right and this is this is this is a a a journey for everybody and if if that's where your conviction lies now this isn't like as you mentioned oh sometimes i just wake up and i don't want to go share the gospel it's like that's not every day you don't don't have to feel like that in my opinion right because we can be tired we can we live in this crappy little world but we still the convictions within us it's like no i get to i get to do this mm-hmm. right putting those little habits in our right. you know i don't wake up 
every Monday morning and love getting up at 5 a.m. and catching a flight down here to then go drive two hours to go then talk for four hours in front of a group of people and then get to bed at like freaking 11 and then get up and do it all. Like, that's a lot of work. I don't feel like doing that, but I do know that I've been given that gift and that ability to do it. Therefore, my gift to him is to do it in excellence, mm. right? And it's, this isn't a works type of, of salvation. I already know I'm saved by the grace and grace alone. Yeah. But now I know that uh, Scripture tells us that we are saved to do good works. And so everything that I do, I want to I do it in excellence for our Creator. Yeah. You mentioned that I'm kind of putting two things we said together here because you mentioned if we're not convicted about selling something, mm-hmm. like what do we do? Well, we get a better product. Yeah. Right. Or what do we do? We could resell ourselves on the product that's there. Mm-hmm. If we're not passionate about it, if we're not convicted, maybe we have to resell ourselves. And I think for me, that's what it comes down to on those days where I just feel like indifferent to yeah. people out there that are suffering, that are in need, as opposed to the days where I'm going to run through a brick wall, find a way to make an impact on this earth. Yeah. I, I resell myself on my own faith where I, I go back. I, so many times when I'm alone with the Lord, when I'm just uh, in my devotional time, meditating on scripture, or listening to worship music, I'm just kind of replaying that day that I got saved. And then the the subsequent month after that, when I went to rehab, even though I was already delivered from, from drugs, I was radically transformed. And just, I, I could almost like feel like I'm, I'm back there and just so on fire for the Lord and um, just people knew there's just something different about me yeah. and it was just because god now lived inside of me and i, I was a new person yeah. uh, but i resell myself on that and then i i make it a point to um to really think of where i was compared to where where i am now uh for instance like i i was blind now i could see i was in darkness now I, i'm in light now now i could actually see so i i make it a point to um, look back, you know, I try not to look back. The Bible tells us not to look back, sure, right? Sure. Or to press on, look ahead. But it does tell us to remember many times, like to right. remember what God has done, to remember those things. Right. right? So I remember the, the bad times. I remember where my life was. I remember when I was confused. I remember when I was discouraged, when I was broken, beaten, defeated, when I was suicidal. I remember that because yep. all it literally took was one moment of an encounter with Jesus when I surrendered to him that that all changed. It's good. So I resell myself on that. It's like, wait a second, that's a freaking miracle. Yeah. That's a miracle. It's a miracle that I'm alive. It's a miracle that um, I have a beautiful wife, I have five beautiful kids, I have three beautiful grandbabies. It's, they're all freaking miracles. Mm-hmm. So I resell myself on that, and then it's like, wait a second, when I was that guy who was broken, beaten, and defeated, what if Lucy, the one who devoted so much time and invested in me to lead me to Jesus, what if she was indifferent? Yeah. What if she was just like, eh, there's another deadbeat loser? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's a, it's good, man. I, lo- I love that. Reselling yourself on on your own salvation and on your own faith and, and conviction. And I think that's, again, just how we are to work it out with that fear and trembling. And, mm-hmm. and obviously I think, cause I, I have those days many times too, where it's like just down. I've called you on those days. Right. I know you've even called me where you're just like, I just got to get in the word. Yeah. I spend time with the Lord today. Cause yeah. it's just like, yeah. Right. And, and let me make a point. Like 
we have that relationship where we could do that. Mm-hmm. There's times even when I didn't want to call you and say that because it's like, man, I, I should be in a better place than this. Sure. And I don't want you to know that that's where I'm at. Sure. But I know we have the relationship where we could do that for one another. And thank God, ne- never be hesitant. Yeah. Well, if you don't have some sort of accountability partner or somebody, a brother or sister and girl, if you're a girl, a sister in the Lord, if you're a guy, a brother in the Lord, to hold you accountable, somebody where you can pick up the phone and say anything, and they're not going to judge you, they're not going to um, critique you, they're they're going to be there, they're going to support you and pray for you, they're going to correct you. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of accountability yeah. is the correction piece, but you need those people in your life to say, you know what, I'm here for you, but we're going to get it together, we're going to get it together together. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. And fa- so faith comes by hearing the word of God. Yep. Right. And when I, I I read that not that long ago on one of those days that I was just struggling, I think I even texted it to you where I was like, okay, like I just took that literally and I just played the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> and I just sat in my bath and I was like, I just, I need more faith in my life. I just want to hear the word of God right now. Yep. And, uh, and it's, it can be that simple. We don't have to complicate this because it's, it's so amazing how just spending some time in the living, breathing word of God uh, spending time in, in praise and worship, right? Just that's how we enter his courts with thanksgiving. It's yeah. just like literally the Bible tells us that if you want to enter his courts, we do it with with thanksgiving right. in our hearts. Right. And um, that's a great way of just to reselling yourself on sometimes we're in the funk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's real. Talk to me a little about a little bit about enthusiasm. Ooh, Yes. Enthusiasm. I love, uh, well, first off, if we get to the root word of this, I want to be crystal clear. Some of you guys probably might have a product or or something that you're selling that you're not passionate about, and that's fine, right? Again, morally and ethically, it has to be a good product. You better be doing something well for somebody. Right. Uh, Because if you're not, then you're now manipulating, right? You're serving mammon more than anything. You certainly aren't serving God. So persuading is good, manipulating bad. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> get, get a piece of paper, write it on one side, persuading good, uh, manipulating bad. But so if you have that product, and I, I use this example a lot, like Scott and I have multiple businesses, and some of the products, like, I don't care about. Right. Like, we have an insurance agency. I do not care about insurance, right? Is it good? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Should you have it to protect your family? And, and especially in today's society, like when, it's extremely expensive. Like if you have a one household income, whatever that is, like there's, it's great to, to have those those protections in place. So it's good. I think yeah. it serves people. Now, am I passionate about it? Nah, I don't give a rip, right? And it's a boring product to sell. It's right. the most boring product to sell. Nobody even likes buying it because it's boring, yeah. right? But if you have enthusiasm, you can sell the crap out of this stuff, mm-hmm. right? And, and enthusiasm and the... the the Greek root of this actually is from N E N and Theos, right? So it's it's essentially means inspired by God. Yeah. Right? Which is so freaking cool. Right. That some of these uh these words that we may think are worldly words, like being enthusiastic. Now that's like that's from the the original Greek that it's you're inspired by God, that you're you're excited about this product or this offering that that you have to sell somebody, mm-hmm. right? And enthusiasm covers a multitude of sins, we'll call it, <laughs> right? Maybe not, not, not literally, but uh, that, that's where if, if 
again, you don't have to be passionate about the product, but if you're passionate about helping somebody, right? We say this a lot that uh, you don't, as an entrepreneur, you've, you should just look for opportunities, yeah. okay? Good moral ethic oppor ethical opportunities and always bring your passion with you because if you're enthusiastic, people just, it's contagious. Right. Insp inspired by God, that's contagious, it is. believe it or not. It is. Right? Yeah, that's good stuff. I love you just creating your own scriptures too. That's the NRV. That's the new Riley version <laughs> of scripture. The NRV. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's great. So I want to go through, you, you've laid out here, and again, it's going to be in the second book, six foundational sales principles. Mm -hmm. I, I think maybe we should you know, wrap up yeah. this episode because we're going to get into this. This will be a full episode of these six principles here. Yeah, for sure. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that. I'd love because there's six foundational principles that I think everybody should learn, right. whether you're in sales or not. First off, you're in sales. Yeah. Okay. If you're in any sort of relationship in your life, uh, you've sold somebody something, yeah. right? If you're married, right? I, yeah. I'm selling ash every day. Why she shouldn't leave <laughs> me, bro? Like it's that, you're in sales, right? Dude, I I have a three year old, and oh, I am ruthless. selling him. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he is he's so smart, and he is just testing me at this stage in life. Yeah, he wants to know how far he could push me before we get the ruler out. We give him a little pop pop. Yeah, and even now it's like. He's not scared. We we threaten with the ruler. We grab the ruler, and he's still like, "I wonder how how long before <laughs> I actually give me a little a little pop pop." But I'm selling him. Like he, we're potty training him right yeah. now. I'm selling him to get on that toilet when he has to go potty. Because right? you're this is so good. This is a great example because you're convicted. You know what's best for him. Yep. Right. No more rashes on the hiney. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And it's it's going to be what's best for him. Right. Perfect example. Yeah. And at the end of the day, he's got to get it. He yeah. just turned three, but he's as tall as Jace already. Yeah. So he looks totally. like he's he looks like he's a teenager yeah. by now. Yeah. And Every time I come to the Edwards, I, like, I have this little bouncer that opens the door for me, and he's like, hi, Wiley. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he does. Yeah, uh, but I'm selling him, and it's like, okay, I don't want to manipulate him because I don't want to lie to him. I don't want to, you know. I want to reward good things, but at the same time, I don't want to. You want to create an environment that allows him to make the best decision for himself. Mm. And if you can learn how to do that, whether you're in any relationship, right? And, and for himself, the best decision for himself. So uh, I'll just use an example of Ash and I. Like, I could easily manipulate situations, right? And this is where it gets, you can go down a bad path, yeah. right? In fact, I mean, she'll even say this to me, like, don't technique me on these things when we have conversations. <laughs> um, like, she's like, that doesn't work on me. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, they, none of that, for, if your heart is pure in this, right? Like, it's it's not about manipulating the situation, but it's, it's creating an environment that allows somebody to make the best decision for themselves. Even if the best decision is no, at least you've come to that conclusion. Because if there's anything that, most people are, are procrastinators, right? Yeah. And I, I, there's nothing that I hate more than just just make a decision, mm -hmm. right? You can pray on things, absolutely, but at the end of the day, waiting, uh, if having faith for something doesn't mean that we just sit back and, and hope something's going to happen without any of our effort, Yeah, right? Faith it requires action. It requires work on our, on our behalf, right? Yeah. That's the evidence of, of faith. Right, if we're gonna walk this thing out, and so making a decision, even if it's no, sweet, 
right? All of our sales companies that, that we have and consult on, it's like we want to create an environment that allows somebody to make a decision. If the decision's no, beautiful. I can move on to the next person so that I'm not wasting time, yeah. right? Like let's move on to the next person then because we have a consistent flow of leads and sales into your business. That's a whole nother topic, but I want to dive into these six principles. Yep. Uh, we'll save it for next week's episode. Sure. Um, but as, as you guys know, uh, joinkingscouncil.com. If you want to even dive more and actually have hands-on coaching um, on these topics, mm -hmm. uh, we've got courses, we got it, but also like in-person coaching on these topics. That's what we do on our live coaching calls. So joinkingscouncil.com. We'll see you guys on next week's episode.